Hello and welcome to the back of my mind. My name is Chelsea and it is nice to be talking to you. So I got my shot. I was able to get my shot this early because I pre-registered quite some time back um, out of the might as well because I saw the prompt on Facebook. Um, I got my first jab of the COVID-19 vaccine about 3-4 to four days ago and so far I'm feeling fine. The only side effects I felt was uh, a bit of drowsiness and a little sore arm. Um, I heard from some of my colleagues and friends that they experienced things like fever, headaches and muscle aches and tiredness too. And you know, there's this saying that the more side effects you have, the stronger you actually are. But I don't know how true that is. But statistics say that side effects like fever or aches are more common in the young adult age range. The saying is also that the side effects after the first dose are milder than the side effects of the second dose. So as always, I did some research and... I'm trying not to sound like an investigative journalist, but here we go. So according to an article published on The Straits Times on 18th of April, the common side effects are arm pain, muscle ache, fever, headache, and fatigue. And experiencing them is just a physical manifestation of our immune systems reacting to the vaccination. And side effects are a good sign that our immune response is working. Um, some other side effects that I read about are hives, dizziness, rashes, and the like. But I was wondering, what about the rest of us who don't experience major side effects after getting our shots? Do we even want to experience any side effects just to know um, if the vaccination is working or not? My parents are in their early 60s and they had little to no side effects at all after both shots. Only my mom was a bit tired and she rested for a bit. But I was actually surprised because I expected them to fall ill. But thinking about it, for those who don't experience any side effects, uh, are we weaker or more susceptible to the virus? And actually according to the same article, um, those with no side effects are just as likely to be protected by the vaccination. And I feel like some people might be suspicious of these statements. Like even myself, I actually was really afraid of falling ill after the vaccine. I don't know why, but I had doubts thinking like, um, am I weaker without side effects? Or even if I have no side effects, does it matter since the vaccination is supposed to help protect us anyway and i think that's just it there are reports saying that people are willing to wait to get the pfizer vaccine because of the lesser side effects as compared to moderna although they are much more readily available i don't think having side effects or not matters as much uh, it is a fact that every one of us will react differently because of our human variables like age, gender, health, your genetics, and more. We are bound to react differently towards this as we would with anything else like how we have allergies. And I think we can only hope and pray that we won't have a huge adverse reaction to the vaccine because 
If you keep up with the news, um, serious reactions to the COVID-19 vaccinations are rare and they only affect uh, 4 out of 100,000 people. So in Singapore, the available vaccine types are Pfizer, Moderna and Sinovac. And for these vaccination types, I also did my fair share of research prior to getting my jab because I wanted to be clear on what I was being given and not take in the naysays of aunties and uncles, aka my parents. (laughs) But um, yeah, my parents took the Pfizer vaccination about a month back. And so when I got the message from the government that I was able to book my vaccination dates, I naturally told them and then I wanted to choose the nearest centre to my house. But that centre only offered Moderna vaccines, which I was completely fine with, but it kind of freaked my parents out because them being traditionalists in some way, they preferred Pfizer because that's what their government took. Anyway, they were saying how um, Moderna was not good, but they could not tell me why. And half of me actually wanted to wait for the polyclinics to open up so that I could take Pfizer just to put their weary minds to ease. But I couldn't do that without knowing exactly what I was giving myself, so I went to do research. So if you don't know already, the Pfizer BioNTech, or Pfizer for short, is developed by an American and German company and arrived in Singapore on the 21st of December last year. Moderna is developed by an American company and came into Singapore on the 17th of February this year. And after looking across um, news sites like Straits Times, Stat News, Yale Medicine, China News Asia, CDC and more, The similarities of Pfizer and Moderna vaccine are that they are both the mRNA type of vaccine, meaning that after we receive the jabs, it tells our body to make a protein uh, resembling the virus, which our body will then trigger an immune response to fight and rid of that protein. So in that way, our body learns to fight future infection. The only difference between these two vaccines are the efficacy rate, the time frame between receiving two doses and the age group. So the efficacy rate for Pfizer is 95% and Moderna is 94.1%. You get a 21-day window between shots for Pfizer and a 28-day window between shots for Moderna. If you're above 12 years old, you can take the Pfizer vaccine and if you're above 18 years old, you can take the Moderna vaccine. So if we're just looking at the vaccine quality and results, Pfizer and Moderna are pretty much the same except for a difference of about maybe 9% efficacy. So in Singapore, we also have the Sinovac vaccine which arrived on the 23rd of February this year but it was only approved for use recently, I think on the 1st of June. And only a special group of people above 18 years old and under the special access route scheme um, are able to take that vaccine. The Singapore Health Sciences Authority doesn't register or approve this vaccination for the general public use. It's quite complicated. But according to the articles, bookings to get the Sinovac jabs are flying off the roof and people are in waiting lists and trying to get themselves vaccinated in private clinics. The people groups who are getting the Sinovac jabs make up of Chinese nationals and a minority of Singaporeans. So the Chinese 
nationals opted for Sinovac because of the recognition of vaccine. Um, they they prefer not to risk taking a foreign-made vaccine, which can cause them to be denied uh, by their own country or even quarantined in their own country for a month, which would essentially affect their jobs because um, they don't have so many days of leave. Um, the minority of Singaporeans are choosing to take Sinovac because it's made using conventional technology, aka being more reliable and they're questioning the safety of the newer developed foreign vaccine, aka Pfizer and Moderna. I know some people who are well in the age range of receiving the vaccinations but choose to wait because they want to survey the news and results of the people who have already gone ahead to receive the vaccine. Um, kind of like waiting for the doses to stabilize first before receiving them. And I used to think that way too, like um, I would wait for the vaccines to stabilize first for maybe about 6 months before allowing myself to take the vaccine but since my age range was further down in priority, I could actually wait and see as well. But now that the government is giving priority to students first, um, to all my young adult listeners, if you haven't gotten your jab yet, just pre-register and hang in there. I also asked a few of my friends, and I think for a number of them, aka young adults who got their shot, um, didn't mind taking Moderna because it was readily available. And I might even say that millennials are more chill with the kind of vaccination type. Currently looking at the stats in Singapore, the number of people who are fully vaccinated are at 34.9% and people who have had at least one dose are at 47.3%. And if you don't have your ad blockers on, you can see different kinds of ads rolling out urging all Singaporeans and people living here to get vaccinated ASAP. So I checked out this site called ourworldindata.org and comparing Singapore to the world, we are actually the 8th country to have our population receiving the shots. But looking at the rest of the world, just to share some data, um, Israel has the most number of people per population to be fully vaccinated. And India has only about one quarter of their total population being fully vaccinated. South Korea has the most number of people getting shots daily and China has about 900 million doses administered. So our world is definitely trying to do better but the concern of whether someone is wearing a mask in Singapore is highly supervised and to be honest a little tiresome because there are just some people out there who refuses to wear a mask like this one foreign guy says he's going back to his own country so there's no need for him to wear one or this auntie who wants to see badges but I feel like it should be civic duty and responsibility to do so already and I honestly wonder what's going on at the back of their minds Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode um, it is really very fact-based and kind of different from my past episodes because um, I was just reading news reports and stats, but they are very informative and interesting. So if you'd like to chat or talk or have any questions, you can head on to my Instagram at hello underscore back of my mind or my Twitter at hello underscore T-B-O-M-M. You can send me a message, comment or tweet, whatever you like. 
Thank you for tuning in and stay safe, get vaccinated, and see you at the next episode. Bye!